I've been thinking a lot about architecture lately. I mean, I guess I've been thinking a lot about architecture for a long time now. Uh, and one thing that I'm really starting to drill down on and really see the benefit of is basically decoupling lower level components. And when I say lower level components, I basically mean like leaf components. So if you imagine a tree, you've got the trunk of the tree, and I guess you could consider that as like your route, and then a branch, which could be your layout, and then another branch off of that, which could be um, your pages. And now one thing I'm starting to do is go one step further and create like a twig off of your page, which is called a view. And basically, for me, a view is a place where you're allowed to make API requests, you're allowed to have access to the store, all of that can happen inside of a view. Um, so I, I, it's a pretty all-encompassing word the way that I use it. It's not just a view that kind of connects components. Um, it's also a way of saying, this is a place where you can make requests. Uh, because if in your lower level components, because in my views, that's where I've then got my kind of final components, which would be, for example, you know, like a user's table or like a comment section, uh, you, you know, like a user's comments and stuff like that. And if you if you pull these components apart and you make it so that they're not allowed to make requests. So, for example, uh you have a, this is something that I'm working on right now. I've got a note section on my app where users can basically write notes for the videos that they're watching. If you make it so that note component uh, doesn't have any knowledge of making requests, doesn't have any knowledge of global state if you're using it. I actually don't use much global state, if any, anymore. Um, and you pull out all the knowledge from that, it basically means that they, your component has maximal flexibility. So for example, maybe sometimes your notes component um, makes requests to one backend, but then you know somewhere else in your application, it may actually makes a request to a different backend. That is now possible. That's probably not super common, but this kind of thing is possible now. And these, these kinds of situations, we don't think they crop up, but they always do eventually. Uh, another thing is, and this is a huge benefit that I had no idea about until I thought about it further, is by building um, architectures this way and having these lower level components that are really, really, I guess you could say stupid. They have they have way less knowledge. They don't know how to make requests. They don't know how to use Pina or anything like that. Um, they're actually really easy to build. So the only way they have access to the outside world is with props. And actually, technically, a prop isn't access to the outside world. The outside world gives it the prop. But so you've you got props, you've got, um, events, so you're, you know, define emits, and you've got, um, exposed methods. That's it. There's actually nothing else at the outside. There's actually no other communication layers. It's just those three things. Props, emits, and then methods that have been exposed on the component. And so what you can do now, um, if you really commit to using those three in the right way, and you don't do any requests on the component, you don't do any global state on your lower level components, um, or anything like that, then you can go to a junior developer and give them a specification. And, and it can be really simple. You can then just say to them, okay, this component accepts the notes. So it's going to accept the, like, the, um, the note uh, object. So you'll get a note coming in, and if you're using TypeScript, even better, because you can say, you'll get a note, this is exactly what it'll look like. Um, 
this is the things that I want you to omit from that note. So you might be able to say, for example, um, note updated. Uh, that might be one of the things that you omit. Uh, and these are the things I want you to expose on this um, on this component. So for example, get note as JSON. You know, if you've got that support, um, I'm using TipTap under the hood. So you're actually allowed to get the note as text, but you can also get it as JSON. This is like a new cool feature of TipTap. But the the whole point of this is that they your beginners don't need to know anything about making requests. They don't need to know anything about the sort of larger structure of your, of your application. They don't need to understand views. They don't un need to understand how this note is used in your application. All they need to know is how to accept props from a parent component. And you can give them some dummy data, you know, as the lead. Um, you can say, okay, here's like some dummy data, what it'll look like. Or maybe the backend dev gives them that. Um, so they just, all they need to know is props, uh, emits. So how to emit, um, events to the parent component and how to expose functions, which most components don't actually do anyway. So this is really, really cool because it means that you can, you can decouple. How, how can I put this? By decoupling the components, you're actually decoupling the work as well. You're decoupling knowledge that your junior developers need to know. So your junior developers, um, you're decoupling that knowledge of how to make backend requests. And of course, they need to learn this eventually. But, you know, they can become very useful straight away um, because of this. So you can just teach them how to build components based on a specification. And especially when you're using something like Quasar, uh, it's it's not too difficult. They don't have to like learn a whole bunch of CSS. They're less likely to make um, you know serious mistakes with how things are styled and like having them not work in different contexts. Um, and there are some other things you'll need to teach them. So for example, um, don't put too much styling on the outside of your lower level components because if you have too much styling on the outside, they become coupled to their styling, and so you can't then move that component around your application because um, it's more difficult for it to, you know, adhere to styling. So anyway, now that I said all that, this actually raises a big uh, problem. You know, some of you might have thought of this already. How can you build those lower, lower level components? Don't you need to have some sort of context? So wouldn't you need to have a page that, you know, for example, an example page like or, or a playground page in your application where the user then, you know, drops that component in so they can just mess around with it and get it to work. And, and that's kind of messy. Like you don't want, you don't want beginners making routes and then you have, you know, having to delete the routes when they finish building the components. Because as you can imagine that, you know, let's just say they've built this comment, they're building this comment component, they'd have to make a comment page, they'd have to create a route that goes to the comment page, then they can put their component in there and just kind of play around with it. And then they have to, you know, as like a playground, then they have to delete the route, delete the page, and then, you know, hope that the component works in different, it just doesn't, it's messy, you know, you probably know what I mean by this. But... Now that we have Cypress component testing available to Quasar, which is a relatively new thing, that problem is completely not a problem anymore. So, and now you might be thinking, oh, great, I need to test my entire framework. That's actually not my, my entire application. That's actually not what I'm talking about here. With Cypress component testing, yes, you can test your components, but what you can also do is create a playground for your component 
So you can have a test that basically does nothing but just loads the component and feeds it data. This is actually really easy to do. It's really easy to set up now with Quasar. And then that um, the junior developer can then have a little playground where they can pass through props as if they were the parent component, accept emits as if they were comp- the parent component, um, and they don't actually have to create the context. Like The context is made within the test. And so this is really cool. This opens up a whole new world of development because rather than having to go from the outside in, rather than having to have a layout, a page, a view, a component, and having like all of that stuff set up, now your junior developers only need to have a place for these lower level components. So what what am I talking about? They they only need to have a, a playground for that component so it removes all of that overhead. So I think this is really, really exciting. I think this concept is exciting and it's now become so much more possible thanks to Cypress and component testing. And I'm hoping, um, I'm about to become, uh, I believe I'm about to become a, a tech lead uh, in the company that I'm working at now. I still need to iron some things out and understand my role a bit better. But if that's the case, this is something that I would like to experiment with to see if I can get junior developers junior developers that haven't got much idea of, you know, the larger context of building web applications. They don't know about, you know, file structures. They don't know, they're not necessarily that good of knowing, you know, where to put code and stuff like that. Being able to create them just a little folder that has a test file in it uh, so that they can, you know, have like a little world where they can build their component, a test file in it, um, a file for building the component, and then maybe like a spec file in there so they know what they're actually building. How cool would that be? How amazing would it be if, as a senior developer, you go, okay, this is exactly what I need. I've thought about it. I know how I want to use this component now. We've got the designer, and the designer's designed what it's going to look like. I can now palm this to a junior developer, um, and they can do you know, the nitty gritty work of basically building that component, making sure that it works properly in the real world. And I don't have to worry about them not knowing how to do all of this other stuff in the larger scheme of things with the application. And then your job becomes stitching things together. You now don't have to think so much about building components. You don't have to think about that lower level stuff. You become an orchestrator of your application. You you, your junior developers are building your lower level components and then you grab these bits and pieces and you piece them together to build, um, you know, to build the larger whole. So look, I'll be honest with you. I haven't experimented much with this. We did it a little bit at the um, prior company that I worked at and it was getting very exciting. But then, um, I, I left and then came to this new company and I'm trying it with a couple of friends, like on the side with some side projects that I'm doing. Uh, so I'll get back to you all and let you know how this goes. But I think this is a really, really exciting thing for the future of web development. And Cypress has made, Cypress component testing has made this possible and some incredible progress um, from the Quasar team of getting component testing into the framework. I think, um, Evert is one of the main guys that, you know, drove this forward. This is really, really exciting to me. So anyway, that's all I've got for you in this podcast. I know I haven't podcasted in a while. Um, so I wanted to share this one. Definitely go ahead and check out quasarcast.com slash register if you want to watch um, some of my videos. And we're just about to get a new Quasarcast. I've been working a lot 
on updating this entire website. So what you see there is very bare bones at the moment. We're going to have a really cool, I don't want to give away too much, but we're going to have a really beautiful, beautiful website for Quasar Cast coming soon. Uh, so definitely now is the time to sign up if you haven't already. Everything there is currently free. I will have paid material in the future, but I reckon you'd be crazy not to at least check it out. So quasarcast.com slash register. Thank you for listening. Um, and yeah, start playing around with component testing and get familiar with this because I really think it is going to, uh, it, it's going to be the future. I think it's going to shape how our senior developers can now communicate and work with um, junior developers and then gradually allow them to grow up the chain. It's almost like your component abstractions will then, you know, trickle down to your developers. So if you start, they will start from the bottom where they're just building components and then they'll start building components inside of views, you know, as they get better knowledge so that, you know, of, um, how back how the backend works. And then they'll start building components, views, and putting that into um, pages, and then it'll be component views, pages, and then layouts. So I don't know, that probably wasn't the best example, but I kind of like how the, there's a bit of an analogy um, going on here now. So, all right, I'm done. Thank you for listening. Quasarcast.com slash register. See you in the next one. Ooh. And